What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm going to spend my time doing exactly what I want to do because I don't have children. Ashley Weller. (laughs) Hello, fellow humans, mothers, fathers, the childrenless on purpose, the childrenless that are trying, those with children that are far away or close by. Hello to all. My name is Ashley Weller, and this is What's Your Position podcast. Today's position is I don't want kids. Get fucked. And my guest is none other than Cecily. Can I use your last name? Yeah, I don't care. Cecily Jean Romano, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the comedian, improv extraordinaire, lover to all animals, vegan. Her heart is so huge for the furry human beings on this planet. She has how many ferrets? Five. Five and two dogs. And if Nathan wasn't allergic to cats, she would have at least four mm-hmm. cats, I'm going to say. Um, she has many beautiful tattoos. She, the one on her chest says, not, wait, show me. Not all those who wander are lost, right? Yeah. Yeah. A J.R. Tolkien quote, correct? Yes. Thank you. I almost said J. Cray Rowling. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings confusion. My bad. I'm not, I am a nerd. I'm a Harry Potter nerd, but I'm not a double nerd. Cecily actually used to be able to speak Elvish. Oh man, here we go. And when she was 16, drew Mordor on her bedroom wall. Um, actually, it was the, an entire two-scale map of Middle-earth. Get uh, your facts right. My bad. And you may ask, how do I know all of this? And I will tell you, it's because this is my baby sister. Gee. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that she decided to be the first sibling on my show uh, and is willing to discuss some relationship issues that I find super important because I actually hold these values as well as her. Um, so neither of us have any kids and neither of us really want to ever have children. That's just a decision that we've made. But the reason that Cecily is on the show today is because she is going to talk about what it's like to get a tubal ligation without ever having children. And normally, actually about 50% of all tubal ligations happen postpartum. So right after you have a baby is when 50% of women get their tubes tied. Um, There's some other reasons why 50% of the women get their tubes tied, but actually only one third of tubal ligations happen because women want to use that as a permanent form of birth control without ever having children. And I found that really interesting. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about 
having sex for pleasure and not for reproduction. We're going to talk about what it's like to just not want kids and what that life looks like. We're going to talk about the procedure of tubal ligation um, and the commonality of that. And we're going to talk a little bit about stereotypes and what it's like to be a woman right now that doesn't want children and the kind of, I don't know, questions that we face or discriminations that we face, I guess. <laughs> Cecily, have you noticed any of that? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm not alone. All right. Robert, producer? Uh, I'm going to stay out of it. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, as my producer, I can tell you, he doesn't want kids either. And he is in that oh, same yeah. camp. Oh, yeah. If it comes to that, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, Kids yeah. are fucking annoying. Right. <laughs> but I don't Gosh. think he gets as much shit as we do as women, Cecily. Uh, Hold on. Really? As as like the only boy in my family. That's true. You are the only male to carry like on your name. Kind of on my dad's side and I'm yeah. a little bit on my mom's side. I have a little bit of pressure. I've gotten some like little eyes from Nana and my mom like, it'd be nice to have grandkids. You know, Kevin got that same side eye because he's the only male. Yeah, he's the last he's the last Weller. Why hasn't his sister done it? Well, his sister wouldn't have the last name of Weller, but uh, she didn't want kids either. Okay. But yeah. There you go. So I'm going to tell you that the, the sex hot fact of the day, the primary function of sex is to reproduce, right? That is what scientists will tell you is that the, the primary function of sex is to make more humans. In the Bible, you can't have sex for pleasure. It's for making more babies. It's for making babies. Right. But no, for real, if you watch the the progression of sexual arousal the cleaning with the cowper's fluid and the inject it really is for reproduction however there are these amazing pieces of the body that are there just for pleasure so the primary function of sex is to reproduce so it would make sense that nature would incentivize animals to mate by rewarding them with a pleasurable experience right you don't want to have sex if it hurts if that means you won't populate the colony. So obviously sex has to be pleasurable in order for people to want to reproduce because kids suck. We don't know how many animals experience sexual pleasure, but we have evidence from a number of species. Bonobos, which is a type of chimp, have sex while pregnant or lactating simply for the joy of it. And short-nosed fruit bats engage in <laughs> oral sex to prolong their bouts of intercourse. How fun is that? Get it, bats. Lastly, the clitorises of female dolphins. I was going to say, if you didn't bring up dolphins. I'm, I'm bringing up I know dolph- those guys fuck. I'm bringing up. <laughs> dolphins fuck us. Have you heard Chris D'Elia? Dolphins fuck us. Everyone, dolphin rape is a real thing. Dolphin Don't laugh. rape is a real thing. Don't <laughs> laugh. Meanwhile, the clitoris of the female dolphin possesses nerve bum- bundles, erectile tissues, and blood vessels, which enables them to climax. And female Japanese macaques, which is... <laughs> which is another monkey, have been observed orgasming despite there being no reproductive benefit. So sex isn't just for babies. Sex is for pleasure. Sex is to be intimate with your partner, to be with your spouse, to be with yourself. Get it on. And some people just don't want kids. Ain't that the truth? I mean... Isn't it better to not have children 
if you don't want them than to have them and to be assholes. Yeah, I would agree with that sentiment. Okay. So, Cecily, welcome Mm. on to What's Your Position podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Very pleased that you, as my sister, have decided to come on. And I would like you to tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Okay. Well, um, I am in my 30s. I live in a uh, pretty progressive little town, but I used to be in a... um, Pretty, I mean, I would call Federal Way a pretty horrible town. I don't know if you would. I actually. call it the ghetto. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's, um, it's I a just, pretty unfortunate place. I just talked to someone today at my gym, Cecil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, how are you going to be here next week? And he's like, oh, I'm going on vacation to Seattle. And I was like, dear God, why? And he goes, oh, because that's where I'm from. I went to Garfield High School. And I was like, I went to Federal Way High School. And he goes, oh, even more ghetto than me. And Kevin was standing there and was like, wait a second. You're not kidding. You really grew up in the ghetto. And I'm like, yeah, fool. (laughs) It's really not good. Anytime like someone says, oh, I'm from Milton. I'm from Fife. I'm like, I'm from Federal Way. And they go, oh. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, And then uh, let's see. Our mom had a daycare in our house for a long time. Um, which I think has formed a lot of my opinions. Same. Um, and we have a big family. We have an enormous family, actually, full of full of children all the time. Lots of kids. Yes. And um, I'm currently a restaurant manager and an improvisational actor, although, of course, theaters are closed right now, and that's some fresh hot bullshit, but that's Boo. another talk for another time. Boo. Um, yeah. Yes, <laughs> and, yes, um, and. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. And? <laughs> That's rule number one. Rule number one. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and I am married. I've been married for two years, two and a half years. And um, who, who you married to? Nathan, the most wonderful living, breathing angel on the planet. He really is the most precious human. If I could have picked someone for my sister, I couldn't have even imagined that person being available. Hold like, on. Is Nathan and Kevin going to have to battle for like the greatest man of all time? They might actually. Right. Honestly. I got, yes. I got front row seats for that. Honest to God. Yeah. <laughs> because Nathan is the, the calm, like I can't even put into words how precious that human is. Like anything that Cecily wants or needs and Cecily doesn't need or want very much. She's a very simple human being. She's probably the simplest like human as far as like wants, desires, expectations. And Nathan will meet everything that she ever could need and beyond that. Wow. Yeah. It's we're we're lucky to have found each other in this tiny little town. Right? Yeah. How'd you guys meet? We met at the theater. Um, of course. No, Cecily, you didn't say that correctly. <laughs> Please say it again. Uh, you met where? At the upfront theater. At the theater. The- oh, sorry. The- I was like, what I are you talking about? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's the theater with yeah, R.E. Theater. Yes. Um, and well, I guess that's when we got to know each other. I think. Yeah, that's where we met. And then, like, um, I think he said the first time that he knew that he was, like, interested in me, he said he passed by. Okay, I was doing stand-up at a circus show, which makes sense if you know the town I'm from. Um, Yeah. But 
he said he walked by me and I had this bright red curtain behind me and I was doing stand up and he said that was the moment he knew. And then Be- he started. What were you wearing? Oh, I don't know. Something amazing. Yeah, I'm sure. Cecily has these boots that are rhinestone from toe to calf and they're like mm-hmm. Doc Martens, but they're like they're like kiss boots. Yeah, nice. they're pretty spectacular. My whole wardrobe is just a variations of that boot. It's true. Her wedding shoes. Describe your wedding shoes, Cecily. Oh, man, they were chunky combat boots that looked like that looked like a, a fairy could make a house. It looked like a fairy were, took a shit on them. Nice. Is what they it were, did. They yeah, were iridescent. Like, in the, nice, the most beautiful way. In the possible. most beautiful way possible. Yes, yeah. with like pink satin laces yeah. and like, oh man, I love them so much. Um, the girliest combat boot you've ever seen. So, Cecily, when you met Nathan, did uh-huh. you already know you didn't want children? I have known I didn't want children since I was a child. How old? I don't know. I don't have any recollection of ever thinking about it. Like, do I or don't I? I just always did knew you ever that I didn't. like when you ever did a sixth grade project and they were like, where do you see yourself 20 years from now? You know, did you ever say to yourself, I see myself with two kids and a dog and a house and a car and blah, blah, blah. Uh, absolutely not. That question always confused me. I always just said what people around me were saying. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know how to answer this question because I don't know. Okay. I don't want any of these things. <laughs> so this gets me to my statistic that you're both you're both going to guess. And the listener at home is going to guess. So in 2016, what percentage of women between the ages of 18 and 40 had no children? In 2015, what percentage of women between the ages of 18 and 40 had no children? 20 percent, 43 percent, 76 percent. I like playing, too, but ladies first, if you want to go first. You have to guess now and we'll get the answer later. I'm going to say 30. Okay, I'm kind of close. I was going to go with 20. Okay, so Cecily, you're about a third. Robert, you're about a fourth. Sure. Well, I'm a fifth, actually. A fifth. And she's a, yeah, almost a third. Third. You (laughs) You feel comfortable with that? Yeah. Because people are stupid and have a lot of kids. Okay. We're moving on then. (laughs) We're moving on to the end. We're moving on. Um, So you knew your whole life that you didn't want children from the time that you can remember that ever being a topic of conversation. That just wasn't something that you wanted. No, definitely not. And I think you'll remember this. I didn't really have baby dolls. I had animal animals. Yeah, she had a dog. I, I did. She had a dog named Shalvine. <laughs> Shalvine. Shalvine. She was. She was a precious moments um, <laughs> she, basset hound. She was. She was a pink basset hound, and yeah. you named her Shalvine. And you got so upset when she would fall out of bed at night. Yeah, and like and she you, lost. She lost an ear, and I almost never recovered. Oh my. <laughs> may not have ever recovered you did you only had you only had animals you never had baby dolls I do remember that so did you tell Nathan when you met him that you didn't want children right away no um no I think it was something we talked about like early on um just kind of like figuring out how our relationship would go like um you know when you ask somebody like Hey, what would you do if you got pregnant type of thing? That's an important conversation to have. (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> and when, when was this? Like month one, year one, um, the day before was, you got married? <laughs> no, this was like the first day that we were like official. Okay. You know? So um, early on in your relationship, this is an important yeah. topic of conversation. Yeah, because you don't want to hit your wagon to somebody who's um, not going the same direction as you. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> That's excellent analogy. I almost said you don't want to hit your wagon to someone who wants oxen when you want mule. So I yeah, but same. Um, yeah. So we um, we were riding our bikes somewhere and we were just having this conversation. Um, and I wasn't n- nervous at, at all answering the question, but I was just um just pretty upfront about it. Like, Nope, fuck. No, no, thank you. Gross. Um, and, and he was pretty much like, yeah, same. Then that's the pretty much the, the extent of that conversation. Yeah. And okay. So I'm going to tell you a story. Well, all right. Kevin and I had a very similar conversation. We were at the beach and we were talking about like these people who had kids and we were pretty early into our relationship, six months, maybe, and I was like, no, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. And he was like, really? And I'm like, no, not even a little bit. And he's like, oh my God, me neither. You're not just saying that, right? I'm like, no, I'm not trying to be cool. Like, I really don't want that. I don't have any desire to live in that world or have that life or exist with those other humans. It's just not something I desire. So have you ever felt the maternal tug has there ever been a moment where you've thought to yourself wait a minute let me re-examine this okay I'm right right where I was I just I just needed a minute to step back and re-examine my thoughts has has that happened to you yet because that's happened to me twice no never (laughs) once have I thought like am I making a mistake absolutely not no I don't think it was mistake as much as it was hey, that would be kind of cool to experience. No, and I think that's part of like the, I don't know, just the childhood I had like with around so many kids all the time. I just want no part of it now. Absolutely not. It's like funny. when I hear when I hear a baby cry, I want to slam my head against a wall. Yeah, no, same. Like I, I couldn't do that and just like have that be my reality all the time. So Cecily and I are five years apart. And when we grew up in the house that we grew up in, there was a daycare and kids slept in our rooms. I mean, I would wake up in the morning at 7 a.m. and there was there would be kids asleep on my floor because their parents would bring them in in the middle of like 5 a.m. to drop them off and they would go to sleep. And then I would wake up and have to get ready around these kids that weren't related to me. And then I would come home from school and they would be asleep in my bedroom. And so I'd have to go somewhere else in the house to do my homework or whatever. I changed all of these kids diapers when they woke up from nap. Um, I was there in the summertime taking care of the kids. If I, if I was sick, I would go to school. The only time I was ever sent home from school was when I had strep throat and a fever. And then another time when I got chicken pox and the teacher was like, you have chicken pox, you have to go home. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go home. My mom used to try to pay me to stay home. But I wouldn't because I didn't want to be around that many kids. So I hear you, Cecily, when you say that that was probably one of the most defining pieces in you not wanting to have children was being surrounded by so many as a child and an adolescent. 
question. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say so many, what's like the max that you guys saw? Give me a number. 15. So my mom had a license where she could have a certain number of kids between a certain age. And then those kids would go to school so she could fill those slots with kids that would come just for preschool. And she would have those kids there for a certain amount of time during the day. And those kids would leave because preschool would be over and the kids of school age would come back and those slots would be filled by the kids who were at school all day. So there was constantly at least 15 kids in my mom's. And there was always like, a, you could only have a certain number under the age of six months, but you'd had to have a helper, like a daycare helper. My mom had one the whole time. Mm. Um, but like none of these kids were our friends. Like we make fun of these kids to this day. Like none yeah. of these kids <laughs> are positive memories for us. I don't know. I only remember one, one name. I remember one name, <clears throat> Nick. I don't remember that oh, one. Oh, you know who it is. If I were to tell you a quote. Okay. What's that? Mommy, come back. After nap time. <gasps> no. That's his name. Oh, no. Yeah. What's the quote? Um, Mommy, come back after nap time. Because he was yeah, so he's, sad. Yeah, he had separation anxiety big time. Mm. And, uh, and he would and just he would repeat just, that. Yeah, which is what his mom would say when he was leaving. Mommy, come back after nap time. I didn't want that. Like, that memory is seared into my brain. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I also remember the, <laughs> the kid who... Who was taking a nap in your room and like pushed your bookshelf over? <laughs> God, broke all of my shit. Yeah, all yeah. of your fans from the Opera Snow Globes, right? Mm-hmm. I remember that. That yep. was heartbreaking for you, collection. but now it's, now it's pretty funny to for me to think about. No. No. Why, why, why weren't they? It's, it wasn't that kind of daycare. It's like a house daycare. So basically, that. yeah, pretty much. But yeah, Cecily, I get what you're saying. Like, there were kids all the time, the whole time we were growing up. And yeah. Can I, cause I'm, I'm very much on board with all three of you. It's not like, Fuck I'm, yeah. I'm going to have kids. You guys are idiots. You no, are you guys that. are the most sane people I know. <laughs> I didn't grow up in a daycare, but I did grow up in, in daycare. Like I didn't okay. have it in my house, but I went to daycare. I went to boys and girls club and one specifically was a Christian daycare. And I was probably coming out of sixth grade yeah sixth grade going into like seventh eighth maybe even fifth grade even that young and i remember going in there and remembering looking at all these kids and and the religion going this is all bullshit (laughs) get me the fuck out of here mom why did you send me here so my mom stopped sending me to daycare when i was eight so i would go home and then at the age of nine i got to start watching cecily after work or after school and hanging out with her all the time and then when i turned 10 my mom got a daycare and then my mom was just home all the time so i was around my brothers and sisters their entire lives but like i was between the ages of 10 and 18 when we had the daycare and i've changed i'd make the joke all the time i've changed enough diapers for everyone in this room for the rest of their lives like I've seen everyone's ass in this room. Yours, Robert. I've seen your ass. And Cecily, I've changed your ass. As a matter of fact, I've changed your your ass in a vehicle and I've changed your ass on a train. Motherfucker. It's it's fine. You have the cutest cutest butt ever in the whole world. It's adorable. But I can get it. Like why women don't want to have kids. So 
There was a study that was done, uh, a 33 year long study. That's an unprecedented long term study. This study was done on women who have never had children and was published in June of 2019. Basically, they they talked to over 4,500 women born between 1957 and 1965. So, Cecily, that's like mom's age, right? Because our mom was born in 1962. And these are women that back then it was pretty much expected that you had a baby. You get married, you have children. The end. So this was a study unlike any of its kind. I'm hoping that someone is doing this study right now on millennium women because that group of people is saying fuck you to having kids. Okay, so at 30, oh, excuse me, at 24, all of the women who answered that they did not expect to have children, so they were asked questions between the ages of 14, 18, 24, 30, and 40. At the age of 24, anyone who had previously said they were not going to have kids were five times more likely to not have children than any of the other groups. So some of these women didn't have kids because of medical reasons. Some of them didn't have kids because they never met anyone to have a child with. Some of them didn't have kids because they waited. They wanted to find the right person and then they just waited too long and didn't get to have kids. And some of them from the beginning, from the out said, I don't want kids. And at the age of 24, if they said they didn't want kids when they were 14, they were five times more likely to have kids than any of the other women in that group. And I say this because Cecily, I know our mother and she always used to talk about us being parents. And I remember saying as an eight year old, I don't want kids. I don't want them. I like being a big sister. I like, Mm -hmm. I like being a big sister. I remember saying, I don't want kids. And I never faltered from that ever. Mm -hmm. Did you ever in in a relationship? Did you ever consider like this person wants kids? I might change my mind. No, that was just kind of like something that I would ignore. <laughs> I would just kind of just so you just gloss over the topic like, no, no, we'll get to that later. <laughs> just cover yeah, that if, later. They, if they would talk about it, I'd be like, Haha, that's cool. Anyway, what's for dinner? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, which is probably why none of those worked I'm, out. I was you know? just going to say, thank God none of those yeah. worked out. Um, You know, because it's it was kind of like it's hard to disagree about that. I can't imagine being in a relationship where you disagree about that. That's got to be extremely challenging because, you know, at some point there's going to be a large problem. (laughs) That's not a disagreement. That's a deal breaker. Like, Robert, when you're on online dating, right? Sure. Would you date someone who had kids? No. Okay. I don't want that shit. That's not my that's not my baggage. (laughs) (laughs) And would you date someone who wanted no and then I like the girls like say, I have a kid and it's not your problem, so don't worry about it. Bullshit. If we're getting married it's going to be my kid. Well, (laughs) we all know that because we were all raised by stepdads, right? So I was that problem. Yeah, and you know, and and the dad, the dads that do go, I'm in, still that problem. And like my stepdad and the guys that come in with that, knowing they have this this woman has a kid, mm-hmm. 
God bless them. Right. I could never do it. No. And I think they're patriots. Hey, cheers. <laughs> cheers to unofficial sponsor, Stepdads. Stepdads. Stepdads and ferrets. Stepdads and ferrets. Cheers to them. They're in the background. <laughs> I uh, I moved out to where the dogs are now because those ferrets were louder than I expected. Oh, that's okay. No worries. No worries. We they love were... animals of all shapes and sizes here. I like ferrets. On what's your cool. I don't understand why they're illegal here in California. I know. I do. Why? Oh, tell me. Oh, my God. Tell us. <laughs> it's because they are a highly invasive species. So they, they'll fuck and make a bunch and they'll overrun stuff? What what they will do is they will decimate the bird and lizard population. Oh. Wow. Crazy. Huh. But they're yeah, so fun. That's, that's what happened in Australia. And that's why, so sadly, it is open season for ferret hunting in Australia all the time. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is a ferret and a weasel the same thing? No. Okay. Can I ask you another question? Mm-hmm. Is a ferret and a meerkat the same thing? No. I know that one. No. Those are, they, are definitely different. That's are they a different in ge- the same family? I don't think so. Lies. That's, I think a meerkat's like with gophers and shit. So is a ferret. No, I think they're no, like a rodent. They're, they're mustelids. They're different. A mustelid? That's a cool a word. mustelid. <clears throat> you know, oh. I could, we could do another one of these about ferrets. What else is a mustelid? <laughs> Producer, what's a mustelid? No, I don't even know how to spell that. I don't know. Figure it out. Uh, I hate to break it to all the naysayers out there, but just because a woman doesn't have any children, nor does she want to have any children, doesn't mean she has failed at anything. A lot of millennials and... Gen Xers are deciding to go child free and they have a wide range of good reasons to do so. There is nothing wrong with not wanting to have kids. Every woman needs to make that decision on her own without being pressured by family or friends or society. In fact, it is no one else's business except her and her partner as to whether or not a woman wants to have children. And it really, really sucks to be stigmatized and bullied over not wanting to have children. Now, Robert has his hand up, and I think he has figured out more muscatoids. I'm learning a lot over here. Tell me. Learn something new every day. I never even heard of that word before. It's exciting. So, this is uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Um, Mustelid are uh, any of about 55 species of ferret. Pole cats, badgers, martins, otters, and the wolverine. And what? Other, and other, sorry, just moved, the screen just moved. And what other about, of the weasel family. What about badgers? I don't see badgers. Damn. But um, skunks are kind of involved, but Ooh. they kind of have their own thing. The largest sea one is the sea otter, and the largest <gasps> largest terrestrial is a wolverine. Wait a second. So ferret- and, and badgers are included, yes. Wait badgers. a second. Oh, so yeah. ferrets are related to otters? Oh, yeah. Bad- I'm sorry. Yeah, badgers are. Sorry, yeah. <gasps> Honey badger doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just a water weasel. That's all they are, otters. Oh, wow. A water weasel. Ooh, yeah. Mart- you ever heard of a martin? Martin? Yes, I follow several on Instagram. They're, They're really they, fun. They kind of look like a mouse meets a ferret. Can you get yeah. one, Cecil? Um, I they're considered an exotic pet here, Ugh. so I don't think I can. A pole <laughs> but, cat. Uh, you ever heard of a pole cat? It's kind of like I've a, only heard it as like a as like a thing like you old pole cat. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like a ferret. I think it's just like a version of a ferret. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah. 
It looks like berry. There you go, everybody. It's your berry. Mustelid info of the day. Mustelid fact of the day. So, Cecil, please tell me a time when you were stereotype or like not discriminated because that's you're not going to get kicked out of somewhere because you don't have. I mean, except like the park. But then, you know, what are you doing there? Uh, But like, have you ever been? questioned or made to feel bad because you didn't want kids? Um, It's more of like, not like someone going out of the way, like, Hey, you're a fucking weirdo. It's just kind of like at work. um, I would not be given, like if I were to request a holiday off, people would be like, you don't have a family, so you don't need that holiday off, but I have a family, so I need this holiday off. And I'm like, fuck you. I like Christmas. Fuck (laughs) off. I will but, intentionally um, I when I was a server I would intentionally work on Mother's Day and Father's Day knowing that like I don't need to work on those days but can I can I get the 4th of July off like yeah <laughs> but like um most of the time it's just kind of like if there's a baby crying I'll be like Ugh. like I'll just I can't contain it I audibly have to hate it um <laughs> and someone will be like oh what you don't like kids no I don't like kids at all and they're like I like I've just said that you know I curb stomped a kitten in the parking lot basically it sounds like you lit a handicapped person on fire yeah and it's just like I just don't like tiny things that shit themselves and scream and need me all the time like so getting down to because you have to have thought of this because I've thought of this on like a goofy level and also like an actual real reason level why don't you want kids? You you have to say something other than you just don't want them. Be fucking real. Why? Why don't you like them? Um, okay. So it's just kind of like, I don't, I mean, I like being by myself. I don't like, if I want to be around people, I will go be around people. But if I don't, I like being able to be by myself and I count being by myself, being surrounded by animals. That doesn't count. No, it doesn't. Nathan, Nathan doesn't count either because he's also an enormous introvert. So we are home and we'd be alone together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't handle like sometimes I can even barely handle when my employees walk up to me and need stuff occasionally. So like I can't imagine like just being at home trying to read or like not feeling good and having this little fucking diaper demon with a snot bubble being like, <laughs> I can't, it's not something I can imagine. And also, diaper demon. <laughs> I, can, I also can't imagine like horrible things happen to kids all the time and it Ugh. ruins people's lives. It ruins people's lives. Like people who have like have to deal with the loss of a child or um, a horrible crime committed against the child or something that tears or the child becoming apart. a criminal or the child dying becoming, yeah God. or the child becoming some sort of like can you imagine raising the next ted bundy can you imagine what that would do to you like no i just i don't know another side of that and, is i the other thing i think about having kids is like mental health yeah like so if they come out with some weird mutation and fuck i gotta deal with that the rest of my life yeah yeah, yeah. or like I've watched a lot of episodes. Um, I've watched pretty much every episode of Law and Order, and there's a lot of them where, like, they deal with child <laughs> sociopaths, and yes. that is horrifying. Yeah, absolutely horrifying. Could you imagine if your you... kid was a dick? Like, what the fuck? Because I I used to babysit also, and I hated every second of it. Same. Like, even 
Um, well, you babysat me, so uh, fuck no, you too, I asshole. guess. No, asshole. <laughs> I hated babysitting other people's kids because no, they I were know. so creepy. You guys didn't have yeah, I, you guys didn't have one kid that was like really cool that was just like no I don't have to worry about Larry Larry's just gonna hang out in that corner no I will no. say I have one friend um, I know now. him from the upfront and his <laughs> and his kids are actually really chill and I think it's because um, my friend and his wife are just really good at raising people because they're just like I talk to them like normal people and they talk to me like they're also normal people like it's amazing. Yeah, there's some, kids out, cool there's, kids. there's some kids out there. Um, that's like, how I talk to kids. Kid. And that's how I talked to all of my siblings. I talked to every single one of them like a normal human being. I saved my baby voice for dogs because that's who deserves the baby voice. <laughs> who's, oh, a yeah. good, who's a good baby? Who's a good dog? Milo. Speaking of, oh, they can yeah, hear you. The dog can hear you. Milo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Milo and Murphy. Uh, my niece and my nephew. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, there was no child when I was growing up that I particularly, that's a good boy. You stop that right now. Hey, hello. You're being a shit. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I'm going to shut the window. That'll probably help. The today as an adult, I can look at my friend Bunky's little girl and she's precious. Like, she's so adorable, but she throws shit fits. I love my nephews so freaking much, but sometimes I call my brother or I call my sister-in-law and they have to hang up the phone because one of the two is screaming in the background, right? So it's yeah, like, same thing when I, when I called daddy yeah. uh, with Noah and Maya. <laughs> Noah and Maya are crying in the background. So, no, I like kids and I like being an aunt and I like being a sibling, but my whole thing was I love my husband a lot and I really don't feel like sharing that attention with another human yeah that's another thing too is that um all you see in like movies and stuff is like the divorced couple with parents or the divorced couple with kids and it just changes a relationship and completely it it changes it to the point where it can't be fixed right Uh, and I'm not I don't want to sacrifice what I have no for somebody that doesn't exist yet exactly Exactly. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I think that's a freaking genius way to think about it. And the unfortunate thing is there's a lot of people who have kids and they don't understand why. Like they don't they don't have kids for the right reasons. So of the 6.5 million pregnancies that occurred in the United States in 2010, 50% were unintended. Okay. (laughs) Unintended does not mean unwanted, but it could mean that their contraceptive failed or that they weren't using any to begin with. And that just comes down to education. And I always like to tell people that I'm doing sex education with, look at the person you're having sex with. And if you cannot imagine having a tiny human that looks like and acts like half of that person, stop having sex with that person. Stop. That's that's good advice. One thing I I think, too, is financially. Oh, dear God. I, I, you know, I say I would never have kids, but, you know, if I really did f- find, like, the greatest woman of all time and I had $100,000 extra in the bank, I'd maybe consider it. There you but go. But that's, that's a number. Like, I oh, have, yeah. That's, that's a minimum. 
I have a friend who Minimum. is obsessed with babies. Like she can smell a baby Gross. from like two miles away. She loves That's, babies. It's so weird when people say that. Oh, I know. They smell good. She no, literally loves babies. No, they don't. Babies smell like ass. <laughs> But women who want babies Weirdos. think that babies smell delicious. And I'm like, yeah, no, you're wrong, but that's fine. She's a cannibal. <laughs> She's participating in midsummer right now. Leave her alone. Um, she loves them. And right now, her and her husband, who both have degrees, she has a master's degree. They are choosing not to procreate because they don't feel financially stable. There you go. And they are probably... Oh. <laughs> Sorry. She's, they got, are, she's got Fight Club in her room. She's got some Fight Club. Going. Dog version. They are probably two of the most appropriate human beings to actually have children because they want them very badly. And they are both very good, decent humans who would raise another good, decent human. Yeah. But they're looking at it from a responsible outlook and choosing to say, we can't support this human life. Have you guys, either of you guys seen the movie Id- Idiocracy? Yes. That, yeah. is, that is the beginning, Jesus. the setup of the whole movie is that these really intelligent, rich uh, uh, couple keep putting it off and keep putting it off because they keep coming up with reasons and they're not, you know, they're just still going through college. They're still mm-hmm. making money. And then it's too late. And they're like, oh, we're not having kids. And then they cut to the redneck family that has Ugh. 12 fucking kids and go, oh, we just had another one. Hey, let's collect on that one. Fast forward 50 years. And that's that God. story. And that's oh, what's happening. No, I kind no of it is. Yeah. It is. Wait till I give you that last statistic. Oh, shit. Yeah, both of you are way off. Um, Cecil, did you... Is it a negative (laughs) negative percentage? (laughs) Did you try other forms of birth control before you did a tubal ligation? So many. So many. (laughs) Take us through it. Take us through the good and the bad. Um, First, I tried... The regular birth control pill, but I have the memory span of a fruit fly, so that didn't work for me. Um, And um, so then I didn't try. Then I just tried doing just condoms. And then I was like, well, that's probably not smart. Right. Also, just um, for all those out there who don't understand, you have to take your birth control pill within one hour of each pill every day. So if you take your first pill at 6 p.m., you have to take it every day within one hour of that first pill for it to retain the 99.8% effectiveness that it claims to have. It's it's something like for every hour that you go beyond, you lose like 5% of effectiveness. And so... By the time you get to like, I forgot a whole pill, you may as well just use condoms for the rest of the month because you fucked it. Like you really have to be adherent to the every day at the same time within one hour of every pill. I've also just to encourage people, women to use birth control. I've also heard it like helps with periods, right? Oh yeah. That's the reason I got on it. I got on birth control when I was 16, not because I was having sex, because I was having two week long periods. Fuck that noise. Cecil, mm-hmm. did you have that? Um, yes, but that was part of the endometriosis I have also. You have endometriosis? Yeah. <laughs> That's dead air right there. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I remember telling you I thought I had. And you were like, no, no, no. You would know if you had it. And I was like, haters. I think I do, though. Precious. That's really um, awful. Did they find yeah, that out when they tied your tubes? No, that was before that. Um, Sorry, I'm going to be a dude and go, what's that? Okay, Cecil, explain, please. Sorry. Okay, so endometriosis is um, absolutely horrifying, so strap in. 
Um, no, seriously. It's, okay. It's when the the stuff that forms on the lining of the uterus that is normally shed through menstruation appears on the outside of your uterus and in other parts of your body. Like the fallopian forms, tubes. Yeah, and it forms into scar tissue, which can um, fuse together your organs to your uterus. So when you, your uterus contracts or when your organs contracts, it feels like you're being ripped apart on the inside. No, I'm pretty sure that's an alien. You have an alien. <laughs> you have an alien <laughs> living that's, inside I'm pretty of sure you. that's the storyline of one of, maybe Alien 2? Maybe Alien 3? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this so, time it's that sucks. But so is are we good now or is there like a cure? Well, um, no, there's no. not a cure. You can the surgery that I had um, is where it was actually pretty cool. You go in and they like laser off these scar tissue areas. Nice. An ablation. Yes. And um, that's a metal band, right? Ablation? Yeah. The, ablation. <laughs> the first CD is called The Burning of the Uterus. Nice. That's right. <laughs> Um, so they laser off the stuff and then after you heal, you feel better for a while, but eventually it will come back. Hmm. Um, and I had this last year and it's already starting to come back. So Fuck. <laughs> the best $24,000 I have ever spent. Holy shit. Yeah, even the dog doesn't like it. No. <laughs> Cecily, did you really spend that by yourself or did your insurance pay uh, for no, any of I it? have insurance. I paid for like 1500 so it wasn't that bad. Okay. So, by the way, not that surgery, but a tubal ligation, depending on what kind of insurance you have, can cost up to $6,000. We should be giving these fucking things out for free. Right. Because pe- paying people. This is contraception. $6,000. Right. <laughs> you don't want to have kids. You want to stop yourself from creating this carbon issue here's money here's a tax break for you because you didn't have bullshit kids. that people who have kids have tax breaks give me a tax don't. break yeah we're smart i use less resources fucking idiots. exactly i want at least give me a third of what i would if have you got been kids, pay for those fucking kids give me the money i have no children so and yeah. i chose that right because <laughs> yeah but it usually costs women around $3,000 just to get a tubal ligation, and that is postpartum. So that means they're already in surgery because they've had a baby, and now they're tacking that surgery, the tubal ligation, onto their baby-having day. So mm-hmm. how much did your tubal cost you? Um, it was in... I had it at the same time. Oh, fuck. So it was in the... I, it was lumped into that $24,000. <laughs> did you also get your IUD put in at that time too? I did, yes. Okay, now, quick question. Do you normally have to be put to sleep for the procedure that you got, or did you opt to be put to sleep? Um, I think you have to be, because it's one where they, like, like I was, like, they did incisions and, like, were in there with tubes and lasers. And Walk stuff, me through so. your day. Okay, so... I what today or no your no <laughs> your tubal ligation day. I know I know you okay so uh, first of all I wasn't allowed to like eat for like you know a long time beforehand and you know how much I love snacks so I was having I a rough day already yeah you were hanging. and I also I also couldn't drink anything um like like eight to ten hours beforehand so I was like hungry and thirsty and scared. Oh, um, by the way but, I told my sister Cecily what it was like to get an IUD and she hung up on me because she passed out oh yeah also when I was at the doctor and he was describing the procedure to me I fainted 
Um, yeah. hard, so hardcore. She has a severe aversion to anything physically painful. Blood, That's another reason. Anything. Oh, yeah. No, there's no way you could have had a child. No, I would Physic- die. No, I would you be, would die. I would be one of those. I would be one of those people in the You'd 1400s who was like, nope. my mother died in childbirth. My like, that, that would have been me. My mother died during childbirth. Yeah. <laughs> It's, that would have been me for sure. So when I explained the procedure of getting an IUD and how painful it was, she hung up on me and I thought she was mad. And what it really was, was that she couldn't listen anymore and she passed out. So the fact that you got three surgeries done in one day, A, makes sense to just bang them all out. And B, I think you can have all of these done awake. I think you just did it asleep because your doctors knew you better than that. Yeah, probably. I mean... To be honest, the day was much of a big blur. Um, but I got to the hospital and Nathan was there. Mom was there. Um, and <laughs> mom kept asking me the whole time, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, bitch, please. Yes. I want this to be done. Didn't your doctor tell you you had to wait like three years before you did it? Not this doctor. This doctor was actually quite refreshing, but I was actually surprised because when I'd asked about it before at Planned Parenthood, that's where they told me that I should wait. How old were you? Um, I was in my 20s. Um, I just like was asking about it because it was on their fucking chart. So I figured I could ask you questions. They were like, why don't we wait? You're pretty young. And I was like, um, how about you answer my question so instead? 30 out of our lovely states require that women be the age of 30 before they have a tubal ligation by choice. And 40, I don't have it in front of me, 42 states, I think, require a 30-day waiting period. So if you go to your gynecologist and you say, now hold on, because I'm going to tell you something. If you go to your gynecologist and you say, I'd like a tubal ligation, I don't want to have children. I want to make this a permanent form of birth control. I don't want to take hormones. I don't want to use condoms with my partner. I just don't want to have children. You have to wait 30 days. There are states that don't require a 30-day waiting period between buying a gun and (laughs) signing up for it. And also, in 75% of states, a man can get a vasectomy same day. Goddamn right. <laughs> fucking run this country. So men can get a vasectomy, right? Yeah. And same day that they want to without a waiting period or without an age limit. To me, that just goes again to the whole issue of states wanting to control the reproductive organs of women. Amen. Yeah. And. You know, what's interesting is that this doctor was really nice. He was a wonderful person, like really great. But he did ask me, he was like, how does your husband feel about this? And I was like, um, none of your business is, are, is, are you his doctor too? Are you our marriage counselor? Are you Ooh, responsible like for my relationship? Wow. What? what well, is hey, hold on. I'm your devil's advocate. Like, let's okay. Back up a little bit. I got two questions. Well, two things. One is this is a big step. Yeah. It's, you know, it might need some time. You might, you know, maybe But why doesn't a man need as much time as a woman? I I second that. That's ridiculous. But at the same time, maybe the guys need 30 days. Maybe. It's a procedure. You might need to get ready for it, too. Okay. Two. Um, I know that they can be reversed. Uh Uh-huh. Do you... I don't know if you have the stats in front of you, but do do you know... If it's if it's a lower chance, once you untie men and women, women 
really cannot get reversed. It's very difficult for them to have the procedure reversed, whereas men, it is much easier for them to get the procedure reversed than it is for women. I know that for a fact. It's very difficult for women (laughs) to get their tubes untied because it's not a tying. It's actually a a complete disconnection of tubes. They remove a tube and cauterize it between the two ends. So it's almost like there's a chunk missing out of your fallopian tube. Did they give you the option, Cecily, of like freezing your ovary? like your eggs just in case like hey you know wow did you want to do that at all no hell no i don't want i don't want to like yeah no that would be just to know that that was out there somewhere i'd feel like i was in like some weird dystopian sci-fi novel (laughs) (laughs) and there's a duel of you somewhere and you can go get their organs someday yeah Yeah, i would like bruce willis movie (laughs) i would have to have it on nanny cam so i know nobody's fucking around with it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> legit nanny ovary cam did you yeah. ever consider <laughs> donating your eggs i did but um i'm not a college graduate so nobody wants my dna wow i oh, did is that like a big thing it is actually yeah. i considered donating my eggs but i was 28 and they really want people 26 and younger oh. and I looked into it when I was 28 and they were going to give me $20,000 for my eggs. I had a friend that was uh, approached by two lesbians that wanted his sperm. Ooh. Yeah. I I feel like that's something that a lot of people fantasize about. But probably <laughs> sexually or just like yeah, okay. yeah that a lesbian walks up and asks for your sperm yeah probably yeah, be like what way are we hey, talking I, about hey I'm Lisa uh, I want your sperm give me you, your sperm how do you want it <laughs> you only think about that because you work at a fast food restaurant I'd I like know. some sperm okay you want <laughs> that in a taco a burrito a chalupa Sick. quesadilla oh no cider ranch give me that cider oh, ranch God. Come on. <laughs> okay, um, so you go to the hospital, you haven't eaten, you haven't drank anything. Mom and Nathan are there. It's outpatient? Yes, um, you don't stay the night? No, it was outpatient, yes. Wow. Um, I want to backtrack for one second, Please. though, if I can. Back the okay, fuck so up. When, when I was talking to my doctor about it and he was saying, like, you know, how does your husband feel about it? Like, that kind of made me think, like, say I call like steer or something because i want them i want to return the dishwasher i bought don't want it anymore don't want a dishwasher and the steers guy is like are you sure your husband doesn't want to do dishes later <laughs> like so this is not your place for that steers man i told you oh, i didn't want a dishwasher this is my machine i hope that's yeah, a you're supposed you do to on come stage. up here it is now <laughs> there you go like your job is to come out here and disconnect the dishwasher and take it away so that I I don't use it. I don't want it. It's just taking up space in my fucking kitchen. It's annoying. And it's I can too put much something else there. There's a lot of maintenance. Good God. God. And the cleaning. But anyway. Oh. The cleaning. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Uh, for well. some reason it bleeds once a month yeah. <laughs> for some reason the dishwasher I don't know where it comes it's from ridiculous it's passion of the Christ dishwasher Jesus um, alright so I'm in the hospital yeah um, so once okay here's what's funny to me they, they ask me a bunch of questions like okay this is what you're here for are you sure you want to do this and then they get me all drugged up like with the Benadryl Benadryl um, the, the turbo Benadryl. They it's called it Uncle thing. Ben. No, okay, no, it is. Nope. Listen, they called it Uncle Benny. <laughs> I don't care. Benadryl. Um, but then 
they, the doctor came in and I was like fucked up. You know, I'm a lightweight. So like this turbo <laughs> I military grade. I accidentally gave Cecily an edible once. <laughs> that was we did, we did of, that with maybe our special guest later too. We did. I didn't mean. <laughs> I'll text her a little I bit. gave her a uh, edible coffee bean and I thought she heard me say it was weed. And about 45 minutes after I gave it to her, she looked at me terrified and was like, was that weed? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's what we do with Linda, too. Yeah, it was. Those coffee beans, man. Yeah. I know. They'll get you. So I have military-grade Benadryl flowing through my system. And the doctor comes in and asks me again if I'm prepared, like if I'm oh, ready for this. No. And I'm like, first of all, I said I'm ready a million times. I already signed the paperwork. And B, I'm fucked up. How dare you ask me that right <laughs> Good now? Good for you. Like, Where I didn't was say Nathan? that. I think he was standing right there. Could he uh, but, not have, um, like, said, hey, fuck off? Jack Wad? No, I mean, no, it wasn't like, he was being really nice. He just wanted to make sure that everything was fine. But I was all sassy, and I was like, uh, yep, don't want any kids ever. Thanks. Are we, uh, can we go? Do I have can to we say do this? this for the 19,000th time? Yeah. Jeez. So um, we did that, and then we rolled into the, the OR, and then they asked me, they were like, name and birthday and uh, what procedure are you having and I couldn't say it oh right so I said God. I was I said I was having a tubal litigation <laughs> <laughs> your tubes are arguing their legal statuses yeah and so <laughs> or who has control over your I was uterus this really badass like slide at a water park yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tubal litigation coo coo <laughs> Can you imagine a water park slide called the fallopian tubes and you're supposed to be like <laughs> the sperm. And then you Dude, the water's red. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah. I went there. You're I like, went there. You're like a little oh, ovum like no. just flying through. I'd ride it. I hate you both. I'd ride it just for women's rights. Like, go women. That's right. Oh my god. Um, anyway, so then next thing I know, uh, I was asleep and then I woke up and then I was at home and it's so weird after that surgery because they puff up your abdomen with a bunch of gas. How much did you um, fart? Um, honestly, I don't remember because I was on some like super turbo pain pills. Like nice. it was the kind that made you hallucinate. I hallucinated. What'd you see? Somebody in the corner of my room. Talk your to me. unborn child. <laughs> <laughs> the Ally McBeal dancing baby. Just Jesus in the background, just like doing that, that finger how on finger, just like, you. how yeah. dare you? Shame. The shame hell. dad upset. Shame. Yeah. What'd you um, see? No, it was straight up just somebody in the corner of my room. Cool. Like, just talking to me. And then Solid. I responded. I responded. And as I was talking, I was I said out loud, there's nobody there. <laughs> and then God. and then they were gone. But, like, there was stuff like that. I would just all of a sudden be... It was like dreaming while yeah. awake is what yeah. it was like. Yeah. Very strange. Pain pills um, suck. But the recovery took a long time. It took like over two weeks. What? Because they like break through your abdominal like wall. Like they cut into it and then. For the endometriosis or for the tubal ligation? Um, It's the same. It's the same procedure for both. Wow. So they just did two birds with one stone. There. Wow. Um. Wow. But it took a long time. I couldn't lift. I didn't couldn't do any heavy lifting for like three weeks. And um, <laughs> that's like the same recovery time as like a C-section. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty intense. 
And uh, well, they probably I couldn't do look they at probably cut through the same same area. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't look at the wounds though. Couldn't do it. Uh, anytime I had to have my bandages changed, I went back to the office, which was right around my house, right around the corner. Oh God, stop! Um, oh, you're precious. Yeah, I tried to I tried to clean up myself one time, passed out in the bathroom. So. All right. Yeah, of course you did. So yeah. a couple of uh, interesting facts about tubal ligations. It is 99% effective at preventing pregnancy. It does not prevent against STIs. So everyone needs to know that. Good to know. Um, you get anesthesia. Uh, it is permanent sterilization. And because of that, there is a 30-day waiting period. So all providers are going to ask you to wait that 30 days. Um, unlike most other methods of birth control, there is nothing else you need to do after you get this done. So for girls who take the pill, they have to take it every day. For girls who do the Nuvering, they have to change it every three weeks. For girls that do the patch, they have to change it once a week. For girls that do the um, shot, they have to do it every three months. And for girls that get an IUD, they have to do it every five years. Same with the implant, the implant on on the arm. They have to go back to their doctor every five years. Cecily, did you do, did you do anything except uh, oral birth control? Did you do any implants of any kind? Uh uh, no, I did the Nuvering for a while. I tried the patch for a while. The patch fucked me up. That was bad. Um, in what way? But I, um, it made, it made me so sick and it it was so painful. Like my periods were like, I thought I was dying. Oh God. <laughs> like, I would, I would lay on the bathroom floor screaming. Like it was horrifying. So I tried that for a couple shit. months and then I was done with that. Um, but Nuvering was nice. However, I will say that I've gotten some bad information from doctors about how to use that. Um, the Nuvering? Because, yeah, because um, that, that's one of the third times I've gotten bad information from people um, at Planned Parenthood. But I know they're struggling but and they and they do a lot of good. But maybe just the one up here is real shitty. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, What'd they tell you? They told me that I could use it continuously and not take a waiting week. You so like, can if you change it. Well, no, no, that's not what I heard from um, my other doctor. So one of my doctors is wrong. I don't know which one. Because I did that for 15 years. Yeah, they were telling me that's really bad for you. Um, but I told them why I was doing Shit. it. And then, yeah, <laughs> I told him why I was doing it. And he was like, oh, well, you probably have endometriosis. And I was like, I've been telling doctors that for years and no one has believed me. And so then he was like, why don't you just do this and then get the IUD? And the whole reason I didn't get an IUD before is because the other doctors told me it would make my periods worse. And he was like, no, it'll make them much better. And so, like, I wasted so many years of my life getting bad fucking information. I wonder if it's just person to person, but I'm going to take a poll because I have an IUD. Sorry, Robert. I haven't had a period in three years. Sorry, I was actually kind of curious. I was going to ask you what... I have an IUD. Okay. I did the Nuvering for 15 years, and I just kept it in and changed it every three weeks so I wouldn't have a period. Not because mine were horrible. I just really hate having a period. It's just really fucking annoying. I just mm -hmm. don't like it. Yeah. So my doctor was like, well, why don't you get something more permanent? And I was like, well... Like what? And she goes, well, you could get the implant on or you could get an IUD. And then Trump got elected and he was threatening to take away birth control. So I was like, I'm going to get something that lasts at least four years. And the IUD lasts five. So. And I haven't had a period in three years. Isn't that amazing? It really fucking is. 
Like, I don't have to like, worry ever. I haven't had one in three years either. Good job, Robert. I'm trying. No. Yeah. Sometimes I like when I'm cleaning my bathroom, I find my old boxes of tampons and I'm like, fuck, yes, I don't. I've just, I could just throw the same them like. Box. I've had the same box for like three years. Yeah. It's like just in case you have a visitor like who comes over and it's like, yeah, yeah the tampon. I'm like, yeah, I sure I do. You want the whole box? So with the you tubal have- ligation, your period is gone. Yes, completely but gone. Do you have to take any sort of hormone? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you still experience like release of estrogen and release of progesterone and release of testosterone. You don't have to adjust your hormones in any way? No. Mm-mm. Cool. All right. So some benefits are it doesn't interrupt the heat of the moment. Hey. <laughs> Unless you like bring it up. Like, Unless hey, you bring it up. I got my tube side. Hey. Guess what? <laughs> Guess who? I don't know just how to tie my shoes. I I can also tie my tubes. Hey, (laughs) it's hormone free, which Cecil, I'm sure you're super jacked about because I'm surprised by that. Yeah, that was like yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. But yeah, once you heal, it will not change how sex feels. Is this true? Uh, yeah. No, I haven't been like, what the fuck is that? It it works right away. Get it and forget it. Once you're done, you don't have to worry about birth control for pregnancy ever again. Like a crock pot. Set it and forget it. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. (laughs) Oh, God. Side effects and limitations. The first thing they say, it's permanent. Reversal of sterilization is expensive and does not work all the time. You should only get one if you're sure you do not want to be pregnant. Most people don't have any problems, but surgery has some risks. Um, don't lift anything heavy for two weeks, wait two weeks before having sex. There's a less than 1% chance that the tubes can reconnect after surgery. That's some fucking sci-fi shit. Mm-hmm. Telling you that she's got an alien in her. <laughs> it does not yeah. protect you from STDs, which is a huge thing I want to point out. Cecily, you did this in your marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Do you still go to the doctor to get tested for STIs every three years or cervical cancer or anything like that? Um, yeah, my insurance makes me. If I don't, then they take away my insurance. I kind of like your insurance. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How often? Every three years? Yes. Although last time I was supposed to go is when I fainted and my doctor was like, maybe some other time. <laughs> You're kind of and a pansy. Then- I know. And then I didn't go back. And then uh, now we're in a global pandemic. So I'm not going back (laughs) for a while. Okay. Touche. Well done. Question, Ashley. Do you ever, would you ever consider um, doing the tubalicious? So the only thing, the only reason I didn't think about getting it is because I thought I would, I feel like the worst sex ed teacher ever. I honestly thought I was still going to have a period. Cecil, that's not with your tube side. Yeah, because the lining I figured would still be created, even though the egg doesn't get dropped. So, Cecily, that's not what's happening. Um, that's I mean, if I didn't have the IUD, maybe. Oh, you have an IUD still. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so you have an IUD so that you won't have a period. Yes, because I still have endometriosis and it's right. Um, so, yeah, so it's getting awful. your tubes tied doesn't stop your period because our mom got her tubes tied after our fifth sibling and she still has a period to this day. So, OK, well, then would you still do it, though? No, with the, 
Oh, okay. You're, so you're here, just good with the I. What is it? I, I, IUD. IUD. Yeah, I, I don't want a period more than anything else. Now, period. let me ask you a question. Why didn't Nathan consider getting a vasectomy? Because that is less invasive and more like user friendly, I guess it, it requires. I mean, they could go back to work the same day. And if you're still going to use the IUD for endometriosis, why wouldn't you just have Nathan do the least least invasive thing and have a, a vasectomy? Um, because he is like me and that he is very sensitive to medical stuff. And um, I feel like I wanted to protect him from that. And I just thought I would take the take the arrow to the knee. Wow. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> that is not the answer I was expecting. Yeah. I just didn't want him to have to go through that if I was willing to. So, I mean, it's kind of weird. I, it's thinking about it. I mean, I would probably consider it, but it's still weird to think about that. They're going to be cutting something down there. Granted, I'll probably be like out. Uh, are you twilight? I'd, I'd want to be out. I'm kind of like you. I'm kind of like you, Susley, that I, I'm not a big fan of going to the doctor and thinking of being cut. Mm-hmm. I've never been. Yeah. A, I've never had surgery, so I don't. I don't know. So, but yeah, it's. Um, but if I was, I felt I consider a vasectomy though. I would. I would do it. Just in case, yeah. dude. Ninety nine percent. That ain't a hundred percent. No, yeah, it's not. Well, well, they can't yeah. say one hundred percent. Yeah. But actually, sterilization is the not only most common form of birth control used in the country. It's used by over one third of the population mm. uh, in the United States, male and female sterilization um but it is also the most effective they say 99 percent, but they mean 100 because literally there's less legally they, it, legally they can't yeah. say 100 you could probably say 99.999 exactly yeah, yeah. exactly but it's not only the most common but it's also the most effective form of birth control um but I wanted to tell you guys this statistic before we start our game. So I asked you in the beginning what percentage of people between the ages of 18 and 40 do not have kids, according to a 2010 survey. Robert said about 30%. Oh, 20. Cecily said 30%. It's actually 50%. Wow. I know. Hmm. Yeah, because my mind was thinking when she said... Sterile, uh, one third of people have sterilization. I was like, wait. I was thinking because you said you guys are going to be surprised. So I thought it was yeah. going to be like 2% or something. No. Wow. All right. It's like 50%, which is great because that means people are thinking about it before they have kids, which is something everybody should do. Everyone should take a minute before you have children and really think about what that means, about who that's going to affect. It's going to affect more than you. It's going to affect more than the the person you choose to have children with. It's going to affect that child. You're bringing a person into this world and they didn't ask to be to be brought here. So you better have a safe environment for them. You better have the financial means to support them. Love isn't going to do it on its own. You need yeah. to have a stable environment. And if you honestly don't know if you're ready to have children, there are so many options other than tubal ligations and vasectomies that you can that you can opt in for the implant that goes into your arm stays there for three years. That's just three years. And the difference between a 23 year old brain and a 26 year old brain is eons. It's incredible. 
the amount of maturity you get from three years. And if there's any doubt in your mind that you want to be a parent, do not let morals or guilt cloud your vision or religion or religion, which is what I was trying to avoid saying. I'll say it. Fuck religion. It's really (laughs) difficult for a lot of people to say to themselves, I'm going to have this child because, uh, because God wants me to. Yeah. Well, God doesn't want to see people suffer either. Amen. If you're going to have a baby in poverty or with an abusive person or in a, in an environment that's riddled with drugs or alcohol or poverty or fear or trauma or anything that's going to keep that child from thriving, it is more selfish for you to have that child than it is for you to just wait and have that baby when you're ready and when you're going to be the best parent you can be. And if you don't ever want kids, that's okay. I would just like to add that I was born without my consent. Um, Me too. (laughs) And I did not appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, as an only child, and you guys had a lot of siblings. Yeah. The other thing is, if you're going to have kids, maybe you have two. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sometimes pretty great being an only child, but I got to admit, I would have loved to have a brother or a sister. Like, granted, I got one when I was in high school. I like, Hi. Sorry, I stole your sister, Cecily. She became my sister. Um, That's fine. We can share. There's plenty share. of, she has plenty of personality for everyone. <laughs> That's very we do. true. But, you know, looking, looking back, it'd be nice to have a brother or sister. You know, so. I don't regret any of my, any of the siblings that I have. I think that the reason my siblings were born was to, was because we each needed each other for a different reason. Cecil, you came along at a time when I think that if I didn't have a sibling, I would have turned into an adult and I was four years old. So I'm really glad that a child was born and brought me back to being a child. And then we had Lindsay and then we had Ryan and then we had Sierra and every single sibling I had makes my heart full of joy. But there is something to be said about bringing someone into this world without their consent and doing so in an environment that suits your needs and not theirs. And that's selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I know. Like sister, like sister. I know. Right. OK, so I have to ask you a selfish question. OK. Was there ever a point when me saying I didn't want kids made you feel OK in saying you didn't want kids? Um, well, here's something that I hope doesn't hurt your feelings. Oh, I shit. didn't I didn't think about that very much. Oh, OK. Um, Good. I honestly I didn't think about I wonder if Ashley's going to have kids. I just didn't really think about that. Um, because I never really think about kids. <laughs> I, um, I, it's never something that I ever would think about. Anytime, like, mom would be like, oh, you're going to be such a cute pregnant lady. I'd be like, that's fucking disgusting. Like, that's making <laughs> oh me really, God. that's making me really uncomfortable. Let's talk about literally anything else. <laughs> literally anything else so i think i just kind of trained my brain not to think about it because That's the really thought was weird. just so repulsive to me it was never like, repulsive to me it was just always like annoying i was like no uh, i just don't want to no, i i just like i sometimes get physically ill thinking okay. about like the the whole thing so i just try not to think about it um and that's always been the case good that's fantastic more people should be like you to recognize their own feelings and be able to make conscious adult decisions based off of those feelings. 
Mm-hmm. That right. would be swell. So we're going to play a little game, Cecily. Mm-hmm. I hope you're... <laughs> I hope you're ready. Some of these questions might be a little personal, but I don't really care. So we are going to ask you 69 questions in 69 seconds. And you are going to do your best to answer as many as you can. You can pass. You can pass on any question you don't want to ask. But just remember, the more you pass, the more time goes by and the less questions you answer. The goal is to answer as many questions as you can. The goal is to answer as many as you can. Cecily Romano. What do I win win if I do it? Do I get like a baby or? Yeah. No, you get get a baby. No. No, you get a baby if you lose. You get a baby if you lose. Oh! Yeah, you better fucking win. I'm not going to tell you who has the highest score. Just know you need to go past 20. Oh, my God. Okay. Are you ready? Cecily Romano, are you ready to 69? Oh, gross. Okay. No, I have to ask the questions. You have to time it. Okay, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I love the music. It's great, right? Not a timer stopwatch, right? Okay. Ready? Set? Go. What would your final meal be? Uh, a burrito. Do you like oral sex? Um, not really. What's your sign? Capricorn. Do you believe in it? Sometimes. Soft or hard? Uh, that's for what? Sweet or savory? Um, savory. What ice cream do you get from the ice cream man? Um, the pink, the strawberry shortcake bar. Horror or comedy? Comedy. Have you ever taken hallucinogens? No. Do you smoke weed? No. What's your favorite snack? Um, hummus. Do you have a TV in your room? No. Do you get car sick or seasick? Both. Best fast food order? A quick one. Dogs or cats? <laughs> um, both. Can you play a musical instrument? Uh, I can play an ocarina. Have you ever stolen anything? I stole a lipstick from Rite Aid like 10 years ago. Favorite season? Oh, I was like, of what show? No. Oh, winter. <laughs> Would you rather be attacked by 50 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? A hug, a do- uh, oh, a hug-sized dork. <laughs> stop, stop. God damn it. <laughs> a fuck-sized dork? Is that a fuck-sized <laughs> dork. All right, she only, she only got 17. Cecily. Oh, so close. <laughs> Not even. Yeah. And that's the think- 69 game. How do people, like, know stuff so fast? Someone has 24. That's outrageous. That no, person is a wizard. No, yeah, they're it not. Is. I think it's yeah. your mom. It's your mom. What? <laughs> I'm serious, Robert. Right, yeah, it is my mom. <laughs> I think it's your mom. His mom got 24 right. Wow. Yeah. She just Wait, was 24, 24, right? Those were not right or wrong questions. No, you're right. She answered she 24. Answered okay. <laughs> I was like, what was the right answer to those? No, it was 22. She answered 22. Wait, did Stephanie get 24 then? I haven't counted hers yet. We weren't counting that. Shit. <laughs> and we didn't uh, count uh, the first. Maddie's. Maddie's. No, I did. I went back. She got 20. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. So, Cecily, thank you for coming on and sharing your story about your tubal ligation and about your journey into realizing you didn't want children. 
Mm-hmm. I'm in that of same course. journey with you, and I hope I can be supportive of you, and I that I have been supportive of you because I love your furry children so very much. Would you like to give a shout out to your furry children? Yes, sorry, I burped. Um, <laughs> so you? this is going to go out to uh, Milo and Murphy, who are sitting right here with me, and then we also have uh, Daisy and Ronald, Tiki, George, and Waffle, and then of course the. Uh, um, gone but not forgotten, Weasel, Corn, and Berry. Oh, the Berry. Yeah, Berry boy. He was a good boy. He was a good boy. All right. That's it. So thank you so much, everybody, for participating in today's episode of Childless What's Your Position? Please make sure you follow us on Instagram, What's Your Position Podcast. If you have any suggestions or questions, please send me an email at whatsyourpositionpodcast at gmail.com. Please follow on anywhere that you listen to podcasts and tell a friend. It's the best way that we can get any sort of publication and publicization and people knowing who we are. Possible sponsors, too. Sponsors, maybe. Ferret.com. Give us stuff. Give us money. Yeah. We, like, we like things. We'll sponsor anything. Coheed and Cambria, unofficial sponsor. Ces- Cecily has Dude. a Coheed and Cambria tattoo. Oh, I don't yet. Oh. Oh. I thought you did. No, this is Harry Potter. Oh, that's true. That it, is. They have a very similar It symbol. does. It's very similar. Yeah, but I'm designing uh, one that um, me and you and Ryan can get. Maybe, Fuck yeah. Perhaps. I took Cecily to see Coheed and Cambria once. Uh, my yeah. first, my first key PA job was on a Coheed and Cambria music video. I got to hang out with the guys. No big deal. Two days. They're pretty rad, right? They were really cool. Oh. And the drummer was a big baseball fan, oh. New York Mets fan. So we were like buddies. Yeah, God. really good dudes. Shout out to people who don't want kids and know it and take the precautions to prevent that. Shout out to people who have kids and love them and treat them with honor and respect and raise them to be amazing humans. And shout out to kids who did it on their own, who did it with aunts and uncles, who did it with brothers and sisters, who did it with cousins. Shout out to anybody in this world who is questioning whether or not they want to be a parent. There are plenty of resources for you that you can go and look at right now to decide whether or not that is a good idea for you. Please get on birth control until you are sure that you want to be a parent, that you know how to do it, and you're financially stable. Cecily Jean, I love you so very much. Yeah, I love you too, Tater. (laughs) Thanks, precious. Everyone, stay safe, stay smart, and stay sexy. What's Your Position podcast and its social media websites represent the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Stay safe and stay sexy.